Well, my penis is my downstairs roommate that likes to party and it annoys me. My penis is the real me. That's what they should tell you in therapy. <laughs> like, just re- cut out, cut out all the bullshit. All right, everything. It's your penis. Right Only when it's correct. Yeah, don't listen to it when it's a little floppy guy. When it's no, it lacking it confidence. Not it doesn't have a fucking clue. Yeah, he it Bar- knows. buried it knows. penis. That's a real thing. Yeah, when it's time, when it's time for the penis to disp- oh. uh, dispose its wisdom, it'll come out and you know. Do so. Like the caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland. It's like, oh, you're here to tell to tell me what to do next. <laughs> is that there's a caterpillar that tells you what to do next? Yeah, in that? the wise caterpillar. This is my rifle. This is my okay. Gun. The cat. This is for fighting. This is for fun. This the... is my rifle. This is my gun. This is for fighting. This is my rifle. <laughs> All right, what great. Nick's fucking trash. I'm on my I'm third. I'm trash. I'm like, I'm very tired. Oh, he doesn't have the microphone up. Saw it in books, I read it on tape. It made nothing to me. <laughs> He's so tired he can't hold the microphone. I didn't tell him. Okay. You, you just did the full, whole thing where you sang a funny thing. This is my rifle. This is my gun. This is for yeah. fighting. This is for fun. It's about the dick. I don't know how the much real you can, heads now. Yeah, we were talking about we were making some good dick riffs, and now it's I don't even know if we can have them in the episode. It's the real me. It's the real. My penis is the real me. Well, the there Rick we go. Now we got it on the If you want to get to up. really get to know me, you got to know the sledgehammer. If you want to meet my lover, you got to get with my friend, my dick. You yeah. got to meet my dick. You got to. You got to. You. Yeah, you I've just, and I don't I mean sex. Buddy of mine I mean you need to like sit down with him, get to know him, ask him some questions, w- wine and dine, show some interest, okay? Yeah, yeah. like right. genuine interest in what he's doing and what he's got going on. I don't don't make it so transparent. You're just doing it to humor yeah. me. What are his dreams? Have you ever wondered what his dreams might be? You know, where where would he rather go to the moon for a day or go to Europe for yeah. two weeks? Turns out free. he's a simple guy. No, he just wants to go in a vagina, but. <laughs> <clears throat> but you know, or ask him if he wants to go or to the mouth moon or a butthole. Yeah, not mine. But we can get into that. No, mine doesn't want to go in there. A butthole. Yeah, uh, that's fine. I respect Whoa, that. Whoa, if that's the case, yeah, you are actually the one man who's straighter than me. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty gay to want to have anal. I mean, that's buttholes are fun, man. It's oh no, I'm not saying in a bad way. Your of body's course. a wonderland. I'm just saying that it is. Your body's a wonderland. You know, right? we. I mean, think about. I don't all know of why the, you're denying yourself. All of this repressed, all all of the, these beautiful pleasures. All, no, your life is short. It's man. great. It's just that we have so many repressed males in this society that don't that like don't get to get in touch with their gay side, and I think that manifests by all oh, of man. American males being obsessed with anal. You know, I'm not obsessed with anal. No, not you, but you know. Some people. I'm not yeah, obsessed for, for with anyone it. who's ever watched uh, gone to www.porn.com, uh, they got a lot of that stuff on there. It's real. Sometimes it's difficult to find someone who wants to have sex in the normal way. Oh, I'll bet. Well, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I don't. I feel like normal is kink shaming. Saying normal. Okay, that's just my uh, my yeah my toxic heterosexuality a speak, of, speaking. A lot of people like to have their anus stimulated and that's great when did i ever say it was bad 
yeah. <laughs> to do. I it's think, just not for you. No, no, yes, yeah, not for me. I think I've bought in enough goodwill, you know, with the listeners, uh, and we've been on the air long enough that I don't really think that this is a real podcast. Uh, even though more and more I find out that it is. Uh, it's like coming knocking to yeah. like become manifest in your but, life. Yeah, I'm going to share my feelings about anal sex of the podcast. Yeah. You know? uh, it's right. anal, not, corner. I'm not, I'm not, it's anal, anal corner. corner. It's anal corner. Yeah. It's anal corner. It's anal corner now. Yeah, well, we, we might as well. Yeah. We've already opened, you know, the sphincter. We haven't done this corner yet. Uh Find a new corner. I I have to have talked about anal on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, but we never uh, went to anal corner and took a seat. Yeah, this is an anal oct- took a seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we lounged around a yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, this is an octagonal house. It has like eight corners. I feel like anal corner is like the ending of Blair Witch. You go to the anal corner. The Blair Witch basically. That is why the they're corner. standing facing the wall. Ass out. Yeah, I, what I thought that movie ended with the with the witch like in the middle of the room. No, I mean, the, what? at some point the witch crosses to the middle of the room, presumably, <clears throat> and then she bends over, bends the guys in the movie over, no, making it, the documentary. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> you should revisit this film. It's an excellent movie. <laughs> the Blair Witch walks over very, to the people who are filming. She takes the camera good, out of their hands and sets it down on the corner. Yeah, and then they then they all together. Yeah, and then they have uh, consensual, beautiful uh, sex. Yeah, no, the can't. That's, the, that's why that movie scared everyone so much. <laughs> yeah, sexual utopia, but they're all having anal, which I'm going to talk about now. Oh yeah, talk about anal. Yeah, it's like God, you know, please. I don't like it really mm-hmm. that much. I've done it multiple times, and I and I, I did it because, like you said, receiving or giving. I've only given it, sir. Only given it. Mm-hmm. Although, in a way, am I not receiving? Have you ever had a, a finger in your butt? No. Really? I have not. Me either. I think we we did talk really? about this. Yeah. This is weird treading. <laughs> this I'm kind of Maybe surprised. we have been in anal corner. Well, you're right. It's kind of looking familiar now. I'm like I think I've seen this Nick has definitely told us about having something in his butt before. Yeah. Uh, I didn't care for it. <laughs> so yeah, that wasn't for me. Me either. Oh, I stuck a pencil in my ass yeah, when I was like exactly. 14. That's what it was. That's what you told us. People eating ass. <clears throat> Oh, I love that. Come on. Come on, every No, that's fine, too. That's fine if you want to. I just... I can't get it with the... I don't like, like the smell of poop. I don't like poop. Uh, what? You think it smells like poop when you're licking somebody's asshole? I think it would, yeah. No. They got to get it. Ugh. Spick and span. See, that's too much prep. All right. Sparkling. We got to get out of... It needs to be sparkling. <laughs> we got to leave anal corner. No, I need to get to say okay. my piece. Kevin, say it, and we're getting out of here. We're getting on the subway. We're getting in the <laughs> no. tube. You're trying to back out of the anal, uh, anal oh, corner. Oh, should I actually remember to... Uh, I have something to do over in... Uh, back out of anal corner? Uh, vi- missionary corner. <laughs> Vanilla. No, but... Uh, and then look. one time you pulled out, and there's a little fleck of poop on your dick. No, and no. Then, and you Started like, screaming. And then I got really into and it. And you started screaming like, <laughs> like Homer Simpson. Calling her nasty. <laughs> get out of my house yeah no i i only ever was curious about doing it because i didn't even watch porn growing up i was only i, only, I knew what anal was i oh never i probably God. had anal sex before i ever saw it oldest done. young man on the planet mm. see that's why you wanted to try it well, i seen it in porn, porn and i was like yeah. child, yeah. you would look at the sears roebuck catalog I would, from 1931 okay. <laughs> i i would look at the uh 2001 uh, uh victoria's like secret at- catalog Fucking fully clothed. Some of those smartly dressed women in the Sears catalog. <laughs> He's jacking up to like People magazine. I I mean, you know, actually, I I didn't even, I wasn't even lucky enough to get Victoria's Secret because my mom was an old mom and didn't get the catalog. So I had to settle. I settled for the J.C. Penney's catalog many many times. 
Okay. Uh, so yeah, I've been to some dark places or some beautiful places. If you have my point of, point of view, but uh, so I had had done anal sex probably before I had ever seen it because I didn't watch the porn. And I only wanted to do it because they talk about it a lot. Like it's like, oh, that's what you should want to do. You knew it was possible. You I knew it was possible. It was, uh, yeah. This guy earlier he said that he doesn't really like doggy style because it's not intimate enough, which is I think the gayest thing I've <laughs> ever said. Like he li- he likes to fuck her face to face. Eye contact's one of the best parts. It's psycho shit. All right. Are we are we done with the? No, no. Finish your. No, what? yeah. What happened? Yo, but yeah, I. So then I did. I, I did it. I I, I asked about doing it because just not because I really cared about doing it, but I wanted to check the box. And then afterwards, I did it, and it's like ah, you know, it's a little too tight, too it's too tight. <laughs> <laughs> and it's too tight. It's too tight. It went numb in off the circulation. <laughs> and my uh, dick just leave. You know, uh, you just gotta. It's it's a slow process. You know, <laughs> that's the moral of the story. You gotta do it. You gotta do it when you're drunk. <laughs> no, no, that's no, the no. Wait, <laughs> what was the moral? <laughs> it's a slow process. You know. <laughs> no. Okay. But, but, beautiful little bow on top of that. Let's chip it out. No, it's done. Here's the bow. That's a good story. Here's the bow. <laughs> but what I liked small. about it. And why I have kept doing it, Cause it's dirty, and cause it's and would wrong. do it again. It's fucking dirty and wrong. It's no exact <laughs> because op- God told you the exact appeared to you an opposite. Angel the exact yeah. opposite because it's like oh it's beautiful. This is a, I like this because this is a sign of intimacy that you willing that you want to do this. This is a, this is a crazy thing to do. Uh, it's not crazy at all. Yes, it isn't crazy. It's because an or- it's, it's an orifice. Ha- it is an orifice. All orifices should be filled with hard cock. Yes. To me, it's so when you're like, a little not Catholic sexually boy. appealing. It's like sticking a dick in an ear or something, which is like, I'm sure people want to do that as well. You know, it's just like, I'm like, yeah, that's a hole, but I don't. Yeah. See, <laughs> no, I, I, I doubt your Catholic Whoa. boy bona fides if, 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 you know, uh, if you feel that way, I'm relieved for myself, uh, honestly, because it just seems like it's you know. I mean, if you if I wanted to do it, I guess I'd go through the trouble. But it's like, you know, it's a uh, is it so extra steps? It's I'm hassle, so glad I just got the you know, base model. I could kill someone. It's not really, a hassle. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a hassle. What? I'm not that big of a. Oh, I thought you said asshole. No, no, it's not, it's not that big of. A, it's <laughs> not what, that big of an asshole. That's what I thought you said too. <laughs> what? I was like, what are you, are you, are you talking about a specific asshole? Are we sure like, Nick is normal level drunk? <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, it did make sense. All right, we okay. can leave it's ass corner drunk. if you want now. Yeah, let's. All right, you, please. Dust is like we gotta get I out of here. Like all the fem- all the <laughs> listeners to know that I eat ass and I'm good at yeah, it. Yeah, no, all of our mm-hmm. female listeners were at there were riveted by this. Well, and Nick's the only one who needs to broadcast himself in like his bona fides or whatever you call it. Whatever. What, I'm sorry. What is that? How, I don't know how to use that word. Yeah, bona fides. I, I, uh, but I have so bona fides, but no, I don't because feel we, the well, need we're to taken. broadcast them. No, no, we're taken. What I'm saying is that you're the <laughs> one who this is. Hey, if anyone out there liked that, one of us <laughs> could talk about <laughs> eating ass. He could do it to you. I haven't done it in years. Okay. Actually, oh, I just, oh, the train arrived. Okay, let's get, hurry on uh, before it closes. Let's get. The train away from anal. Chugga, chugga, oh, back, to, back to anal corner? The train no, away from no, anal. No, no, If you stay on too long, it'll take It's a, a roundabout. Yeah, it's like the people mover. It's only like a 10-minute trip. 
and you'll be back if you fall asleep. Okay. Uh, welcome to Trash Delivery. What if your partner was like, wanted it? If, yeah, then if my partner wanted it, then sure. What if they needed it? Yeah, absolutely. I'd okay. do it. Okay. Just welcome. so we've settled that. All right, welcome to Trash. Welcome back partner- to Detroit's number one leftist podcast, where we talk only politics. That's probably true. We talk about politics in a real smart way. Never any silly stuff. Never any that no hegemony. Shift not that kind of show. Is kicking off, folks. Hegemony transfer in the news. It's going down. Uh, Twitter. Well, I just want to play a little hegemony transfer clip. Oh, we're playing the classic game that we play on every episode, Hegemony Transfer. Well, we took the train. Uh, I know this isn't your favorite stop, but this is Hegemony Transfer uh, Corner. Um, and so this is... Junction, more like. This is uh, Evan F- Fagenbaum. I guess I should have learned how to say his name. Uh, but he's former Deputy <laughs> Assistant Secretary of State and VP of uh, the Major Washington Think Tank Carnegie Endowment, talking about what's going on, the global economy. Oh. You're like raw dogging me right now. I have no idea what you're talking about. Extraterritorializing the application of these instruments precisely because it is not the trajectory of everybody else's policy. If it was, ideally what the United States would want to see is other countries deploying export controls and administrative and regulatory instruments in an identical way vis-a-vis China as a trading partner, as a capital partner in or out and particularly in the technology and data space. Because that's not happening, the United States is attempting to elicit voluntary compliance, and if it cannot, I confidently predict to you, the United States is gonna bring the hammer down, gonna bring the hammer down and try to coerce compliance on a lot of these controls. And it reflects this American zeitgeist on competition with China, which, by the way, is mirrored in some respects on the Chinese side. And the Chinese have built their own architecture to use administrative and regulatory instruments and are trying to offshore it in the same way. But it will catch other countries not called the United States and China betwixt and between. And so that really circles me back to where I started. That's a collision (laughs) for the United States because if American policies and strategies for strategic okay, this is like reading an essay where they elsewhere. cite a paragraph but it's that? like okay way too long all right so well, let me paraphrase basically <laughs> like to the point where it's like, if i was grading this essay i'd be like you got to use some of your own words this is too many words that you've quoted he's talking about how the united states is not remotely genuine it's interesting because he's a this is a guy who represents uh He's more of because like you, the United States is not necessarily the face of capital itself. It's a component in the structure. I'm trying to like get my cat away from tripping on a wire. Uh, it's a it's a component in like the structure of Western capital, but it's not like the thing itself. Uh, because capital doesn't necessarily care, uh, you know, if it's America that it's using to expand itself. What are you laughing at? My fucking cats. We're trying to talk about hegemony over here. God damn it. I think I might be too stupid to understand okay. what you're talking about. I'm like about. way too stoked. All right, forget it. Fuck forget it. No, I'm following. No, 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 wait, no, no, no. Go back. Are rewind you tra- the you're tape. still no. translating? It's, you know what? We can go to, to, if we want to bring it to real world, uh, uh, a specific example. And this is what he talks about later. like in the last minute of that is, uh, he uses specifically, we should just listen to the okay. last part. Okay. 
Because oh my god, forget it. No, no, no. go, play go. It, Let's, play do it. It. Let's, Let's do it. it. Let's do it. Let's go. We're Come rolling. All right. This, this is, is in Huawei. Uh, you know, guys know Huawei technology. They're like the biggest uh, computer. Systems is that the company from company Alien? China. Uh, they're the one who the United Arab Emirates, the United States. Huawei. Yeah, it's like Huawei. You say is it Arabs Huawei? Emirates. I think it is. The United Arab Emirates. Huawei. We're just told to not. Use Huawei. H U A W E I. Let's hear him say. It. We're heading for a somewhat fractious this period fucking corner is between canceled. the United States and the very partners that it needs to navigate competition with China. So you often hear yeah, this exactly. talking point from Washington: the United States isn't forcing countries to choose. We don't. We don't want anybody to have to choose. Okay. Try putting yeah, Huawei kit in your 5G backbone and see how the United States feels about you not making a choice. Try not complying with U.S. export controls and see whether the United States wants you to I don't make even a choice. Care anything about it other than how we said Try that. making Huawei your cybersecurity Huawei. partner of choice as Indonesia. Huawei? Does this man speak? All right, motherfuckers. This, man speak this is called how do you pronounce Huawei corner in, guess what? You pronounce it how I said it. Our, he pronounces it that way. That doesn't. That guy's not Chinese. <laughs> He's tuned in to the. Uh, he's tuned in, man. He knows. Is it the the company that up. makes all their cell phones and shit? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, they make. I mean, they they are a what do you call it? A tech company. They supply tech and computer systems to like or like security infrastructure. Like in general, like, Huawei. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they were, Isn't that like an internet? Company? They were. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Huawei. like it, you're, this is like you being confused that Google would be like uh, associated with the military-industrial complex. Or no, 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 I'm like, not confused about anything. I'm just fucking with you. Okay. Listen, you've forgotten you, the I'm what this podcast is time. right now is a great podcast yeah. where a, a leftist you're trying to be serious and we're <laughs> fucking with you. A leftist man is uh, who, no. a, a smart. Uh, uh, eloquent, a real communist, leftist who understands theory. Yes, me. Uh, is doing a podcast for heads, like politics heads, but his co-hosts are a dog and a cat. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Which one's which? Like, it doesn't matter. A drunk and a hot stoner. <laughs> yeah, what it it's is. just say, yeah. <laughs> how smart is that? Is that Marxist? Yeah. <laughs> Good point. How smart is there's that no one to confirm? Let's you know what how I mean? smart is that Marxist? <laughs> <laughs> All of his Marxism has led him towards putting a microphone in front of a cat and a dog. <laughs> but people would love that. People love dogs and cats. I like okay, uh, got dog. What do you do? You think it's interesting that. Uh, the United that that the United Arab Emirates canceled all of their orders for the F thirty fives the moment that they uh, declined to stop using Huawei uh, <laughs> systems and their 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 security infrastructure. And the dog will say, "Woof." I'm putting my paw up. Like, oh no, do I get yeah. a treat now? Honestly, he'll probably say like. <laughs> just licking his butt. He's doing one of those. Real Back nasty. to anal corner. He's no, one, I understand oh, all of that. Uh, I understand I'll, the motivations and things. I'll be, honest, I'll be honest. No idea. Talking about China. The only thing that's interesting about that, and I guess, is is that that's like it's a Western guy, and it's like Cowboy? because that's what we're gonna be. Is this like some Financial Times shit where he has to tell the truth because there's people because there's money on the line? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's people, one of those. It's, deals. it's ideology confronting whatever you call like the American ideology of like nationalism or whatever would make you care about America being the hegemon because that's not necessarily an essential component in... Of making a shit ton of money. Yeah. Right. So. 
that's that's like uh, that's like a what do you call it? Wait, but so he was saying that what's going to happen is the U.S. is what going to invade fucking countries in Europe and shit for for dealing with China instead of us? Well, he was predicting well invade whatever or form put it, put whatever he form, said co- bring down the hammer. He said coerce. He said yeah, he's gonna we'll start using. F- However, you use force. economic force, or whatever, whatever, bring down Some the hammer. Kind of yeah, force. there's different ways of doing these things, sure, but basically, sure, sure. you subordinate. What you could say has already begun. I mean, when they blew up the fucking pipeline, they, I mean, the U.S. I yeah. mean, most likely, yeah, did that. That would be a, a version of bringing down the hammer, starting to, uh, no longer because it's like previously we would just like manipulate markets and do all sorts of like. I mean, I guess it was always overt, but it's going to become more and more overt to to. Uh, these yeah european partners that are god it's all that's the thing is that you unravel it enough you find that you you're like oh but were they ever even partners they were always occupied uh states post-world war ii yeah but it's kind of like the chickens coming home to roost of that whole situation you know if you want to roll your eyes at me the dialectic uh result you know to take go, going <laughs> doing its dialectic thing uh hmm. i admire you for that for <laughs> for paying attention at all? Yeah, because I don't fucking care. I mean, I I'm, care. I guess you tell me what's. It's, going I mean, on. it's like to me, it's it's mm-hmm. like it's not even about me caring. It's like what's going to be happening in our future. So it's just like I might as well like. Look, I know what's going to happen. You know? It's going to get a lot warmer. <laughs> I know about that part at least. It's going to get really warm. Uh, there's going to be mass uh, climate refugee shit going on yeah and we're just gonna gun them down when they try to come here uh and uh, there will be wars over well, water we're gonna be living in the republic of michigan though so we'll maybe, be all good yeah, with gretchen maybe. gretchen leading the empire after we've annexed wisconsin and chicago that's gonna be it's gonna be so great we're gonna be fine when we are doming chicago one day yeah i hope i'm alive for that I mean, if being alive for that would mean that things got real bad in my lifetime. Yeah, but Chicago's on Lake Michigan. It's not like they're not going to have access to the water. Yeah, they'll have their water. But they're going to become subsor- sub- sub- uh, you know. subservient to us? Not subservient. Not, not subservient. Not subservient. Secondary. I don't think that's true. I think it will. They have just as much access to the water as we do, almost. I mean the state of Michigan. I understand what you mean. The state of Michigan, in general, would ha- has way more. So we would well, know. yeah, but still. And as Detroit being the like, you know, the major city in Michigan, I understand what you it mean. It would make us, you know. Yeah, we'll see. I guess. We'll we'll finally we'll be back in the club. We're the good peninsula. That's that's without saying. That goes without saying. All the good people come to the good peninsula. All the all the nasties, are gonna go to the bad peninsula, and then it will be destroyed by God. That would be great. I mean, I do hate Florida, and I yeah. do think. If you continue to, if you, if, I mean, obviously there are tons of people who cannot leave. Yes. But if you are people, if you are someone who chooses to live there and have the means to go elsewhere, uh, or, or, or like choosing to go, no, if you're choosing to go there now, yeah, and you're not from the there. People who are moving to Florida, you are a good sicko. <laughs> you are a, an absolute. Yeah. I hope, I hope you are swept away. You are, you are crazy. And well, I will that's say, a really bad idea. I understand uh, the the material circumstances of poverty that it's basically fucking impossible to move but oh my god if you're in florida do please try to be trying to get out over the next decade that should be your plan right yeah well it's gonna be underwater good lord i mean not even 
imagine also once the fucking all the psychos with all their fucking guns are are there have just a swamp civil war. It won't even be a civil war because no one will know. What do you call it? Just swamp. Uh, it'll be like a a zombie situation that, or like you know like they'll all just be killing each other. It's gonna turn into Atlanta, like like well they're gonna hit keep Atlantis hit by hurricanes every yeah. year, right? It'll just become like chaos. No one Q-lantis. will. They'll they'll give up on maintaining infrastructure. Not bad. It's good. No, Qlantis is really good. Actually. Yeah, like Qlantis. Yeah. What's the mm-hmm. Lu- Lumeria? No. Yeah, it's Lumeria. That's from L- uh, yeah, Lemuria. Lemuria. Yeah. Lemuria. The Lemurians. Yeah. Also real. Yeah, that's real. That was the first Those Florida. videos are out of control. Spirit science? That shit is... I haven't watched those in a long time. Fucking wild. That'd be funny. Those The, the little lovable blue guy. He's talking so fast. <laughs> that dude is talking so fast. There was a time, long ago, when humans existed at a very high level of consciousness. We were interdimensional and were very psychic. We communicated through thought and emotion, much like how animals do rather than speaking or writing, which would seem very primitive. We lived primarily on a large string of islands called Lemuria, but there was a consciousness shift. We moved up in consciousness and the islands of Lumeria sank beneath the oceans. At the time of this shift, a new continent rose out of the waters. We called it Atlantis. Back in the early 1900s, the spiritual path of the United States was similar to what's happening today. People began to learn about meditation and study ancient lands like Atlantis and Lemuria. We actually found quite a bit of evidence that Lemuria existed, and it had to do with coral. What are you talking about? That is like the that is that that shit greased the wheels for so many people to go into. I mean, it's just new age stuff, but that was so alluring to people. So many fucking people just like you watch one spirit science video, and if you're at all susceptible to it, you're gone. Yeah, if you think you're an indigo child, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god, you don't know about spirit science? No, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's. I uh, mean, it's like. So, it's fucking stupid. Is this like point? spirituality for people who can't embrace the mystery and have to have a rational explanation for no, everything? No, it's like no, this is man. goofy, yeah, nonsense. Th- this is like there's there's it's like, like Namor is real. There's secret planets up in the sky that we can't see and stuff. There's like different continents. They're like different. Uh, all of like Pangaea had like six different races of aliens living on it. Oh, uh, shit like that. Like it kind of uh, honestly, it's too much. They kind of lost the plot. They kind of, you know, you. What? what because they're saying yes to everything. Because they're saying all of it's real. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's what makes it. That I. I don't know. I'm. I'm on board. No, it's not. No, I like all of it's real in the sense. Well, the thing is, is that you have to realize is it's all gens. And I know I probably talked gens about all the before. way down. It is all gens. I mean, everything that they're talking about in spirit science. If any of that's real, that was gens. Uh, Jesus, he was a gen. Jesus was not a gen. I don't know why I said this. Jins like j- like genies. J- like yeah, yes. Jins. Yes. Jins. Yes. DJ in. And do not go uh just don't yeah, don't be talking to them. Don't start going through your life being like jins come into my life. I want to talk to you. I cuz you know that they're everywhere. I thought I was you were saying jins like people named Jennifer. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Bad experience with a gen in your My life? My sister's name is Jennifer. Well, I think a gen is uh, probably the reason I'm an alcoholic now. Um, oh, my God. Too many gens whispered into my life. I let too many. I took too many amphetamines, and I let. Uh, I opened the uh, portal for gens to come into my life. And then I, then I got too into ghosts, and I was trying to talk to ghosts. At, and the, at the bar last night, I kept saying that I, I was trying to die tonight. When you do you remember saying that? Yeah, I was saying it a lot. Okay. I was saying it. 
It's my favorite thing to say last I'm trying night. To die. I'm trying to die tonight. <laughs> well, it's Whitney's fault. She put it in my head. And then I couldn't stop saying it. And she was like, stop saying that. I can't. What? That's not good. And then I was like, oh, you're not going to get me blackout fucked up tonight? Like I said it like in front of a bunch of people. It sounds like you were possessed by a gin, possibly. And that is when they can come into you. And that's what being blackout is. Is when there's a gin in your body. So okay. when you lost that hour, well, how does that make any medical sense? You can't go blackout for an hour. Don't look Wait, that so up. Wait, so do you think of gins? Do you think gins are demons? So gins are bad. Gins are not good or bad. They're like us. They were created by God and they can disobey him or follow his will. Let me tell you, if a gin is, if you've encountered a gin or a gin is talking to you, that is a bad gin. That is a gin who is... Oh, good gins leave you alone. Yeah, that's, they're not... They don't they're, they're all there's there's this supposedly is this, is this is in the Quran. I'm sorry. This is in the Quran. Oh, this is a central tenet of 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 Islam. Wait, are you? Is that why you got a haircut? Are you Muslim now? Uh, I'm I'm rapidly becoming Muslim as I. You're becoming a Chinese Muslim. That, yes. Well, as I as I seek to protect myself, and I will. You're I will, becoming a Uyghur. I will be transitioning like that. Uh, that. British guy who transitioned to being a Korean woman and then transitioned back and went on Tucker Carlson and screamed about how he was tricked into doing it by a gin. <laughs> was he tricked talking by a gin? About? Yeah, that was a gin. That was another example. That was a gin. gin. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting it. I was wrong. I can do this. <laughs> For the listener, right before he hit record, I said, "I don't know if I could do this right, right now." Staring down. But I, your think lap. I, could, I think I could do it. I gotta get in You've got person. it. Um, gins, yeah, they, they, it's in the, I mean, that's the, that's what, it gives me comfort and solace to know that billions of people on earth hold gins to be a fact in a spirit of, that's not true. Yes, it is. No, the reason why you don't, you're saying like all Muslims think gins are real. You you know why you don't hear them talk about it is because you're actually really not supposed to. Oh, yeah, that's part of it. Because you're, you're like tempting the jinns or something? Yeah, talking about it at all. You'll Why start making you... your grandma cry. You'll start making your Muslim grandma panic. The other thing you invented, Muslims are like the one... Kevin is talking outside the mic. Here, Kevin, here. Come up to the microphone. He's eating a piece of pizza standing in the middle of the room. Muslims are like the one uh, religion where the people who are belie- who are believers like actually believe. Yeah. Still. Right. They're not like, they're not... Islam is not Western, not Western mm-hmm. And the reason is, is because it's correct. You know, that's why it's so easy to believe and keep believing. Uh, is, I mean, I'm... Because it's just accurate. I'm going to have to become a Muslim to, to, to understand and protect myself against the jinn world. You know you're not allowed to do any of the shit you do, right? Like, uh, all the stuff you like to do, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, become... All your favorite the things. Word? I need to be... Like really good friends with a bunch of Muslims who can come over to my house and tell me about or fix all the gin stuff, but then they they won't want to because I'll I, they'll be like you're a fucking psycho. I have to give it all up to protect myself. It's the only. Otherwise, I'm fucked. I mean, the, why do you think that the gins make me drink more so that I don't become a Muslim? That's a good point. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. <laughs> No, the jinns are trying don't. to keep him from being Muslim. No, right, no, yeah. That's, I can imagine Alex Jones saying that. The jinns are trying to keep you from being Muslim. <laughs> He's not like Trump. Okay, we have to stop uh, if Kevin's going to be standing in the middle of the room eating a pizza and contributing to the conversation. I need to get another beer anyway. Yeah, let's smoke a cigarette. The harm of smoking is, is, is horrible. 
and the, the effect it has on the lungs and uh, the ability to kill people and uh, the ability to destroy the, the breath and the breath of Rahmah. Allah gave us the most powerful gift is the breath of Rahmah, Nafas al-Rahmah, the breath of the, of the All-Merciful. So to take that breath and to burn it on the tree of life which is our lungs and then contaminate our blood, our lungs and our whole body is a satanic system in which to kill and to destroy people. Yeah, right. And I don't have any hope for… Uh, my highest hope for like the actual… for the United States government handling this shift of power over the next few decades is that that they that they just don't start World War Three over it. That's like yeah. my highest hope is that they don't fucking somehow get so upset and throw a temper tantrum and start. No, you want to just bow out gracefully. Yeah. I mean, it won't, it won't well, be graceful, but bow out without violence. China seems to treat people pretty fairly and like be actually willing to do this multipolar thing. Like, I think it's reasonable to think that they would even just let bygones be bygones and let the United States just be on its own over there as long as we are no longer trying to be the fucking uh, global hegemon fucking military police, uh, military bases on every fucking corner of the globe (laughs) monitoring everything that happens. but you know it's hard to believe that's that's the, that's what's how I guess it's going to materially manifest is like the the military bases is like what when those have to are we ever going to willingly shut any of those down like the ones that are encircling China and all the right all the islands in the Pacific and Oceania and uh, or will they dig their heels in and fucking start World War Three Yeah, that's. Yeah, even it's like. Are hard we gonna to... ever have to shut them down though? Why would China ever really ever make us shut them down? We do it, you know. It would just yeah. That's it, the, isn't like, it to the interest of like keep us just, keep like, our little puppet like let us think that we're in charge for inevitably if they'd like. Well, it's because there's so many that are. We're trying to push them closer and closer to China, like to the extent that they would have. There has to. There a line in the sand is like. But when are they okay? Unless they're going to put them in China, what does it matter? They are Taiwan. I mean, basically, that's well, the line in the sand. I guess is. Will, that's the thing. Then it's all about all yeah. about Taiwan. But like, right? Will the United States fucking <laughs> freak out about Taiwan and just go to bring down the whole globe with the ship? They will. They won't. Will they? You know, I don't know. I don't think about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's like the it's all the yeah mili- I no I'm just gonna get drunk and watch movies. It's hard to imagine you know like there's all these military bases in Germany. What about those? You know, what about? Germany's gonna get sick of them. Are well, they? Well, because are they? Because what's gonna happen is that Germany's gonna start trying to go along with the hegemony shift, especially because they're the most materially in need of doing that. Uh, and the United, the, all those military bases suddenly become enemy like they they will be used to repress that that momentum they will become like they will yeah, activate they're going to do violence in like, germany yeah not they won't be doing under they won't be us soldiers but they'll be doing yeah fucking uh all sorts of mass shootings and fucking chaotic violence to what they always do what they always do to make people come running to the state running running for a, a you know the law and order what 
You're saying false flags and shit? Yeah, like Gladio stuff. Mm. They'll definitely... I mean, that's what, they, that's what the United States... Do. They're doing that here right now. That's what they do. It's fine. We can move on. Wait, are you saying mass shootings are false flag operations? A lot of them. Interesting. I don't think they're like false. The, like false the flag Vegas. is not the word you I would use. You mean like use. the Vegas one? Well, that, they're, they're big question marks, and we know that there's a... You know, it's, I've, we talked talk about this before. There's like a 60-person, 60,000-person secret army that was revealed to be here. What? By the Pentagon. The Newsweek reported this. What? Yeah. There's like 60,000 individuals that are unaccounted for that are part of a secret military uh, like group. It's basically a secret army in the U.S. What? Yeah. When did that come out? That was like a few months ago. It didn't make much of a splash. No one wants to think about this shit. Because it also doesn't make a splash when we find out that each new fucking mass shooting or uh, person who did like random chaotic violence is is a known asset to the FBI. Like... They have, there's networks of violence that they can do to, uh, I, I got, it's pointless to try to, speci- you're going to end up dead. <laughs> it, you don't, gins are not what you need to worry about. My friend. <laughs> Dude, what do you think is doing us, uh, imperialism? Gins? Gins. Why? It's gins all the way down. Cause, uh, they're bad. <laughs> they're evil guys. <laughs> Wait, you said, you they're, said not. they're not bad. No, you the bad, the not. ones that are doing imperialism are. <laughs> no, you said even the bad ones aren't bad. I want to look up this uh, Newsweek here. Sixty thousand. God created them. Uh, exclusive inside the military secret undercover army. The largest undercover force the world has ever known is the one created by the Pentagon over the past decade. Some 60,000 people now belong to this secret army, many working under masked identities in low profile, are all part of a broad program called Signature Reduction. Don't you love that (laughs) propaganda term? What is that supposed to even mean? (laughs) Signature, the signature of the army, (laughs) that you you can tell that it's the army. Uh, The force, more than 10 times the size of the clandestine elements of the CIA, carries out domestic and foreign assignments. Domestic. Both in military uniforms under, and under civilian cover, in real life and online, sometimes hiding in private businesses and consultancies, some of them household name companies. How Maybe. the fuck do they know that? How'd they find that out? Uh, I think it was a Freedom of Information Act thing. I don't know. I, I, I can read the whole article here. Uh, I mean, that's one of those things you, you that You go read the article. Search. It's on Newsweek. It, it, I, mean, I guess it, I'm not surprised exactly, yeah. but... It kind of begs the question a little bit, though, because it's like, which one's true here? Which one's true? We live in a in a democracy where you can like you can. They're actually for some reason that information is accessible somewhere if you want to find it. Well, that's the way that that's how it works. Is that this the information is never very that that well hidden. It's that there's no means to popularly disseminate it, and also no. Nobody cares. Uh, no, yeah, exactly. No, uh, what do you call it? Will to receive the information. Well, because at the end of the day, all of this is it. about what are you going to do? What are you going... All Thinking about any of this shit, we're down to one thing. Are you going to do anything about it? Or are you going to sit here and worry about it? Because if you're not going to do anything about it, then we could be talking about all day long about everything that's wrong with the, with the system we live in, that we live in a fucking, you know, uh, exploitative... Evil gin controlled uh, uh, system that is trying to squash the life yeah, I out of everybody. Clear, I was joking about the gins controlling the U.S. government. That's not part of gins. Yeah. So <laughs> I just don't want to get everything else I said about gins was real. Yeah. So on this episode. So I just don't want to get, I don't want to muddy the waters. Understanding it without action, though, is just all it is is going to give you neuroses. 
I I think there's a truth to that, but also there sometimes You're, it can. I'm be, gonna get really fucking paranoid now. <laughs> Look, the next time I get high, I'm gonna be super fucking paranoid. Sometimes it can be a defense against neuroses because you can kind of understand the world around you a little better, even if that's really bleak. You're not like, oh, it's not just purely just random violence and cultural breakdown. The United States is doing domestically what it's always done internationally to its own population now. It's subjecting us to... It's it's trying to manipulate us. It's trying to use violence to control us. Okay, it, you, you understand that on a rational level now, but there, but then that still begs the question, that's irrational for the, a system? So then you're back to the same question where, like, this is chaos. Like, how is there yeah, a system it, that is it, it, it acting against its own interests? The, the knowledge is, the types of knowledge, the type, those two scenarios are completely different worldviews, though, that you would receive. Because one would make you start to distrust your fellow, everyone around you. Or, like, I mean, I guess you could distrust where you could be like, are you, a, are you an agent? You could go crazy like that. But it, if you believe that, citizens everyone is just randomly killing each other because they want to or like because that this isn't that the wheels aren't being greased for this that that's not like a fundamental part of humanity that's easy for us to access or fall into that just oh all of everyone just wants to kill each other like no there's actually there's people concentrations who are of power that are goading that that are stirring it up that like yeah people can be pushed to do that uh but it's not like it's not how everyone is sure like I don't know. It's also the you can you, the one thing you can do with the information is that you can uh, move out of this country. <laughs> you still planning the Montreal move? I don't know. I mean, fuck. I mean, Canada seems fucked up, but it's like the one thing that makes me want to move, like materially want to move there, is just the fact of that there aren't more guns than people, and it's just when it just seems like there's it's a fucking powder keg here. I mean, we just yeah, we just saw someone get shot, probably so. Like I would, I'd be more content with a fucking state repression situation where just the only the state has guns, and they're just like, keep us on lockdown. Like, God, the you, it's just a fucking. There's so much, goddamn, TNT like, under the surface of this well, goddamn sure. country. But that means like there. That's that that I can see why you. This is a comforting thought for you because that means part of you still believes that even though there are people stirring this shit up that there's more to it than that there is still there are just crazy people you know well it's not just crazy it's we live in a fucking hell yeah. we live in a miserable we li- it's, miserable time and place and fucking yeah well i mean we what, squandered our chance. there are just crazy people it's like yeah there are just crazy people that and grew up more, in this fucking country there's more and more of them because of this country yeah that's what yeah the, the type of consciousness that this country creates is like demonic yeah it is demonic we are creating demons here yeah we're like yeah i don't know man fuck all this shit <laughs> let's talk about something funny back to anal corner all right okay no <laughs> we gotta go to a different corner billboard corner uh blowjob corner blowjob corner underground nuclear test corner Okay, you that's guys, fun. Yeah, that sounds fucked, man. I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> you guys don't care about uh, peaceful nuclear explosions inside the Earth. Yeah, they were trying to build lakes and stuff. It's such a funny time, such a beautiful little period, like a decade just after. They were trying world. to build a radiated lake. Yeah, they did. There's, it's called Lake Chagon, or however you say it, Chagon. Why is it named Russian, like the? Or, the or, no, it's a Kazakh word. The lake is like sounds like one of the villains that Godzilla fights, which is apt. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's an irradiated lake. Uh, the locals fish in it, um, even though they're not supposed to. <laughs> they're told they don't. I guess they don't believe in it. Thank you, um, But yeah, that's they, it's what a nice time when they were just like, oh my god, we have this amazing power, and they just were all sitting behind the bunker watching a god's might, like God, come down to earth and lift up a mountain of of earth and and cast it aside, and they're like, we are gods now. We built a lake, and it's just. You know, it's just, it's, <laughs> not just no. It's for poison. some people playing The Sims is not enough. <laughs> you know, some people need to actually go out there and do it. Radiate, yeah. Doers are overrated. Okay, all I'm saying is doers are overrated. There's Thinkers guy are much better on YouTube, and I didn't watch this video, but I saw that there's a, or I think it's like a History Channel show or something. But there's a guy who went and swam in the lake too, which I don't, I don't know about that. I guess I'll follow up. I'll tell you next week whether this guy is dead. Do an update on him. The incentive to listen week to week. There's a Ouija board right there. Absolutely not. Absolutely oh, we can not. do a Ouija board. No, absolutely fucking not. I'll it's walk like, out. I know. I'm like really. I'm not. I know. I'm not supposed to talk to Jens and stuff, but I do want to still. And I shouldn't even say that. And they're gonna make. They're me. in here with us now. I know. Because of you. Can we get yeah. a mic for the? Well, gyms? they're everywhere. I didn't even know. Yeah. And now you're going to have them giving me a hard time. Yeah. It's nice to know that you are on the same. I, I use the word demon. They are demon. Well, that's it's yes, demons. That's what people have just. That's, yeah. yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. Because demons are real. I'm trying to tell everyone this. Demons are real. Here's what's important to know: if you see a shadow figure or a uh, a humanoid form that is like shadowy, there's no details to it. That's a djinn. If you see a translucent thing that's floating that looks like your brother or something, that could be a ghost. Yeah, different this things. Is very upsetting. All if of your brother is dead, I mean, all of this. If, is it's, so if your upsetting. brother's not dead and you see a floating translucent thing, uh, it's probably plastic. That, that is a gin. If it looks like your brother, yeah. then he's not dead. That's just a really smart, savvy gin. It is important to remember it could always be a gin, even like if it it can't always be a ghost. It could always be a gin. I understand. Thank you. Yeah. So sometimes you just should just made it pretty clear. Absence is best here. Probably, but we should still do the graveyard episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it all the time. I, I, I'm always like, which graveyard would be best? Just pick a graveyard. Like everything with this podcast, you tell me when, where, and it'll happen. You want to? We should do it. Oh, it's winter now, though. It could be winter. Well, then we got to do it next week. I don't know about that. Next week's Thanksgiving. Fuck. That's sweet. It's not Thanksgiving. Yeah, it is. Is it? I mean, it's Monday right now. I'm thinking of the week post this weekend. We're never going to do I'm the thinking graveyard of... episode. Next Thursday is Thanksgiving? Yeah. Weird. I'm going to freak out during the graveyard episode. Or maybe not. I won't be there. Not now. I would have been <laughs> fine, but now you've got me all spooked. I'm going to be seeing fucking secret FBI agents everywhere. <laughs> in gins and shit. <laughs> It's like, I don't know if we're surrounded by fucking FBI assets or gins. You could be one of them. I yep. could be. Wouldn't that make sense? All right. We need to... Let's smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the cigarette is like suicide. Anyone who wants to destroy their path, then you're burning your lungs, you're burning the tree of life, and you're burning the breath. So without a doubt, it's completely forbidden. 
Oh shit! Let's, let's listen to let's listen to the songs from Oliver and Company because earlier before we started recording, Dustin didn't believe that there were more than one song for Oliver and Company, which I said that there were more because I'm pretty sure there are more, but I don't know for sure. So I'm How looking can there it be up. More than the "Why Should I Worry" song. There's no way there isn't more. Holy shit! Holy shit! Okay, you know what we can watch? There's only the one. There's only the one. Only the one. You were right. I fucking knew it. Well, wait a minute. I'm not. I'm not ready to write myself off yet. Woo! Hold that up to the mic so I can sink it. So you're telling me that's Billy Joel and not a dog? That's Billy Joel. Yeah. Okay. Phew. There's, there's, there's more. There's more. Bette Midler does one. Huey Lewis does one. All right. All right. That's enough. I gotta get to the chorus, man. Oh, I do like that part. the best Billy Joel song. <laughs> He's streetwise, man. Damn. He's a dog with a bandana around his neck. Um, so I started watching these things called uh, Honest Guide, in all caps. It's by this, uh, this guy from Prague. Um, and he's obsessed with, like, um, confronting scammers in Prague to make pro- to try to make Prague seem good. I don't know why my fucking YouTube isn't working. <laughs> okay. Like, this is a serious problem if Dustin's YouTube wasn't working. What the fuck is my YouTube? <laughs> is this another wedding show? Oh my God. Damn it. Where are you internet loading? My fucking thing is too slow and had lag inputs. He's blaming it on lag, folks. I He's need like to get a goddamn, goddamn Call of Duty quantum player. processor in this goddamn TV. Maybe you could handle YouTube. Still broken. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. Let's just listen to this toxicity cover. Acoustic toxicity cover. Do I got to turn off my fucking TV? Is that what I have to do? Is that what you want from me? Turn off the TV and turn it back on? Yeah, touch grass, dickhead. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm turning off the TV and turning it back on. He goes... Why should I worry? Yeah, I kind of. Why should I care? He was getting way too long getting to the chorus. So Why I had should I worry? When he said, I got street and sidewalk fair. What does he say? I don't oh. fucking know. I don't know either. <laughs> Damn, fuck. I shouldn't have made this bet. Why does your TV automatically uh, go to home refresh? <laughs> it's like one of the Samsung channels. Samsung has all these horrible, like, internet channels that you would never watch. Is this a show? I don't know. Is this a show? Is this just a living commercial? I don't know. I have no fucking idea. I'll never find out as long as I can get to my goddamn YouTube. Please. There is an insane amount of content in the world, and so much of it is unwatchable. Good Lord. Get out of here. The curved wall. Ah, the curved wall. (laughs) Crikey. Maybe that was interesting. The, cur- the curved wall in it. 
Oh, look now, it's straight. Whoa, okay. How's that for a slice of fried gold, mate? All right, we're back, baby. We got it. YouTube In it? is back on. YouTube is back. Let's go to my history. How's your father? Cunts. How come they don't say cunts? When what? On the home improvement show with the British guy. He probably calls his mates cunts I think it's the because time. they're afraid. Afraid? I think it's because they're cowards. Oh, uh, that's my uh, best the FCC? mate. He's a right cunt in it. In it. You look like a trollop. That was uh, John McCain. Talking about his wife, yeah. Yeah. What did he say? He's like, y'all tarted up out there, you look like a trollop. He said something more fucked up than that. It was more vile than that. What the fuck is this thing called? Is it really called? Now that I'm questioning, is it, could it really be called Honest Reviews? That's so stupid. How do I find this fucking check guy? It's all dragons then. All the way down. <laughs> Alright, I'm just going to have to go through here. Oh, whoops. What is it? Honest Reviews? I swear that's what it is. Uh, at least I don't plaster on the makeup like a trollop, you cunt. You cunt. What is that? That's John McCain. It's a quote from That's John McCain Maverick, about his wife. He's the Maverick. He's wow. on the straight. After, That's from the Straight Talk Express. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's like a I think a recorded quote of him talking to his wife after she said something about his hair, about his thinning hair. Yeah, but he was a real fucking cuddly teddy bear. Yeah, on, family on, values on guy. Fucking John Stewart. <laughs> It's like, I need Miles Sanders to get a little ankle. Honest injury. guide. Is it an honest guy or an honest guide? Honest guide. No, then let me tell you, though, this guy, he's basically a Marvel superhero. He takes it upon himself to completely be way too... It's He does this thing that is... This is kind of what uh, makes me watch... These videos where these travel guides try to confront scammers is because there's a whole network of them that it's like, it reminds me of like people who try to like do homegrown pedophile sting operations where they like find a, a person that they can just be absolutely shitty to and aggressive towards, like an excuse to uh, uh, act like a cop, you know? Um, and and it's crazy. This guy, he'll start touching them, he'll start pushing them and shit. Uh, and it's also something that I'm like, man, this is so European. Where's that he this from? guy like is basically hassling a gang, and he's not at all worried about being shot by them. Where's he from? Uh, Prague. He's got that dog in him. Czech Republic. <laughs> he's got that dog. In him. Uh, and we'll go to yeah, uncovering the money hustle. The monkey hustle scam. The. It sounds like a dance. I have no idea if this is going to be good for the podcast at all, Ooh, but this is what we're back. doing. Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm, I'm better looking than this guy. He looks like a rat. He's got big teeth. At a coffee place, but not drinking any coffee. Well, watch. This guy's Czech? Yeah. How? What? He's, he has a perfect English accent. You'll hear the accent peek, peek through. You'll hear his nasty Czech nature. Can I say that about what this guy just Checks did? Are filthy, is he filthy. warned okay. a couple of tourists That's and he not... told them, "Look, uh, if you want to change money at this exchange office, they have a really bad rate, and they really do. 
for one euro, they only give 17 crowns, even though the today's rate. All right, I'm going to fast forward to when he finds the the goddamn people. Who is he trying to help? Oh, wait, there's, you know, what we got to go to is there's a guy who he just will not leave fucking alone. Or, you know, it's. I'm, Here we go. I see. You know, who is he trying to help with these videos? Well, he what he's tourists. He works, yes, literally tourists. He like will speak about them like like he's trying like he'll he's overtly views himself as a protector of of tourists of the tourists, and he he really values the idea of Prague being a nice place to visit for the tourists. So he hates these people who are his fellow his countrymen who are ruining Ooh, yeah. the like ruining the image of, of who, who the are Czech simply, Republic. Simply here. Trying to skim a bit of money off the top of all these tourists, you know they're they're in a an oppressed nation, you know. It's uh they're 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 they're, they're Eastern European. They're just trying to get a little bit of money from these Westerners. He's basically a neighborhood um, watch guy for Czechoslo for the Czech Republic. It's like, yeah. It's, oh, now you try to bite uh, me I, about this it. This is the no. I haven't been to my... Prague. Been to Prague, but I've been to Prague. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is the one. This is the raccoon. My friend. I'm not your friend. My ass is my friend. I'm not your friend. No, you're, you're mistaken. Yeah, I know we told you his nickname is the tourist, but we call him the raccoon. He thinks he's like in a Martin Scorsese. He like gives him all nicknames. money from tourists. That's steal all money. No, steal money. That's I know steal money. You're not money. Yes. yes, you do steal money. You steal money from people. And Raccoon is like the yeah. nicest guy. Go to chef reporter number one. Uh -huh. Number job. one de Praga. Sometimes he even dances for the camera. <laughs> this guy knows how to handle him. Sometimes he thinks raccoon that he can ghost ape shit. Is this guy homeless? him to justice and i okay, did okay because the raccoon is a, yeah that's is a, what we need to hear the raccoon video. is a tourist so himself a tourist that was cheated and we uh, got a phone call with her where she described the situation as it happened i wanted to go to the exchange office but um it, it seemed that the door has closed so this guy uh, catched me and asked me what i want to do there and i, t I told him i want to change some money and i told him that i don't want to give him my money because i want to go to the office right and then he told me he is the guy from the office and this is how this <laughs> You gotta love him. I'm sorry. If this chick fell for this, that this guy is the guy from the office, she is an idiot. That's always the instance. Is it's like people falling for the dumbest shit ever. Wait, and this fat Turkish guy uh, is the guy who runs the office uh, in Prague, and he just hangs out outside. And it didn't take a while to meet Raccoon again. He was here in front of the exchange office, offering to people to exchange their money. So I went to him and I told him about my new friend and that he owes her 80 euros. Oh, I should read it. He's confronting him, saying, so you either, he's saying, give me the money back or I'll call the cops. Swearing Romanian. in Romanian. Uh, oh, this is anti, yeah, this is This like is anti-Roma. Like, this is like racist. <laughs> This is the thing. All East, Central and Eastern Europeans, they hate Romanians. This is racism. Is that that's why maybe when I remember the time at a at a wedding, and I was like, 
uh, there was a photographer who I'd worked with before and I heard his name. They were like, oh, the photographer's name is Serge. And I went, oh yeah, Romanian guy. And then the, then the, the mother of the bride went, oh, that's racist. Yeah, they don't like Romanians. Most of them don't like Romanians. Yeah. Well, I didn't, you know, I love them and I love their weird I, church. I love Romanians, <laughs> obviously. I love their weird uh, church in Metro Detroit. I just dislike Hungarians. It's funny. Well, Romanians and Hungarians don't get along. No police! You understand? Then we took a bus. He follows this guy through the whole fucking town. He's stalking him basically on the subway, like in the tram, like. You imagine doing this in America? Yeah, this shit happens in America all the time. I feel like you would be uh, hurt. What? I mean, maybe this guy is... No, if someone did this to me... He's, he's small time, I guess. Uh, but I would like, be annoyed. I, I would be... I, 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 what I'm speaking to is I think there's, in America, more of an understanding of, like... If I... I'm, like, well, number one, of course, you this is obnoxious to do in the first place. But if you are going to confront someone that like that could lead to a gun being pulled. Oh yeah. If a lame hacker started hectoring me all the time, even though I'd done nothing wrong, if he was following me around every time I'm in public, I might at a point snap and go buy a gun. That might be how I buy a gun. Yeah. That's why you have the gun. In this instance, you have the gun to flash the gun. Yeah. To the, to the YouTuber. Uh, who will not leave you alone. Harassing you. Although I would never be her- I Just because you tricked a lady. He chooses a ski vehicle. Once again, it was a Prague tram. So I went along with him. His little smirk, like... He thinks he's so cool. He says, let's wait for the cops. <laughs> stop spitting. Please stop spitting and come out. I will go with you. <laughs> okay, this is enough of this, but... It's just a crazy situation on the tram, according to the video. To introduce you to a guy that sucks, I guess. It's harder to watch. It's harder. That's hard. Or not maybe the best pod content. Yeah, the <laughs> last two guys... Okay, so you've now shown me... The last two guys are guys who are purely detestable people. Yeah. Like, you, you, you first, you give us Lyle. Nice guys. A, 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 Lyle. Okay, a, you know what? Lyle! Yeah, let's see Lyle. Let's see Lyle. Let's, yeah, we don't need to be looking at all these horrible little nasty rat men all the time. We went down a like rat man corner, kind of. Or a rat man. It's all these yeah, corners. The, a rat man the, avenue. Right there the, yeah, the aquarium guy. Mm-hmm. The fucking incel. November 20. Oh, that's, that's a year ago. What's going on? Sure, no, this is no, a year ago. I'm sure that there's a new Lyle. Whoa, whoa. Oh, he looks funny in that one. If the, oh, wait. When's the last time Lyle's performed? Fucking Christ. The, when is the last... What happened to Lyle? What's going on? No. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. He's just, uh, just on Halloween. Okay. October He's in 31st. costume. He's, He's in, in costume. costume. Okay. All right. 10 views. He's kind of blowing up. I wonder yeah. if that's, uh, that's the okay. trash delivery bump. I mean, it has to be, right? Obviously. <laughs> I think it actually does it have is. to be. It is. Okay. People who think that it's cruel that we he's that it is cruel that we have chosen some random autistic comedian that we watch his videos and our two hundred and fifty listeners also watch his videos sometimes. They think they think that we're making fun of this guy. 
No, we are just developing a relationship with him. Yeah, I think you can uh, see the clear difference in how we handle him and the last two guys we yeah. uh, talked about. Like, if you started talking about Lyle the way you talked about Decline, I mean, <laughs> I think it might come to blows. Yeah, yeah. I might I would, attack you. I would never, unless unless there's another side to Lyle that I don't know about, that he does, uh, but I highly doubt it. Yeah, that's not Lyle. I mean, that's why we love Lyle him. Lyle is a truth teller. <clears throat> Let's go. All right. Is this costume Igor from Young Frankenstein? Oh yeah, we should describe. He is wearing um, a very short, uh, like cloak, like so. It basically looks like uh, Wilma's dress in the Frenchstones if it was black. It has a hood. It's like a cloak. I think it's like a friar or something. It's yeah. It's like a weird little cloak, but it comes down. It's like, it's a, like dress. a henchman. He's like it, a, a medieval henchman. And uh, but he's got his dress pants coming out of it too. It, he looks really good. Is what we're trying to say. Uh, well, I did two meetup events this week. The first uh, one was uh, a Zoom meeting. Uh, I guess it's actually for uh, writing. And uh, I said, well, I, I couldn't think of any ghost stories. That's what they wanted to do this week. But when they said open mic, it's like, well, I still think of a stage time. And they said, well, uh, read whatever you want. It's like, uh, okay. Uh, so uh, I'll pick up I just need Halloween memories. And one of them was... Uh, wearing this costume uh, from the screen movies. Uh, no, I'm not wearing the mask because it's too hard to see with. Well, we remember <laughs> okay. Is it like a childhood outfit? No, his cop, his costume is Ghostface from Scream, but he took the mask off. Okay. Oh, okay. I shared on Facebook, and then somebody said that I was a nihilist, and then I had to look up what that meant. And it's somebody who doesn't believe in anything. It's like that's not what I was going for. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Rejects nihilism. Well, yeah, I we love him. See that, uh, but uh, I still think of it as it almost looks like a little black dress if I didn't have the hood on. Lyle LBD, versus, fucking Lyle versus Nietzsche. Like who would win? Yeah. Now his costume is fucking Holly Golightly from Breakfast at Tiffany's. LBD uh, the costume looks like the uh, the triangles on it. Uh, He's hugging himself. I know there was uh, other times where I wore this costume, and then uh, my uh, stepfather, who is, well, not the uh, Whoa. brightest crayon in the box. Said, not the brightest crayon in the box. Spoofing scary movies like Scream. Uh, and I know another Halloween memory I shared in that Zoom meeting was uh, about being a uh, patron on haunted house. Of course, they uh, try different things to keep people interested while they're waiting to go inside. And at one of them I went to when I was still in suburban Chicago many years ago, uh, they have an actor uh, going by, uh, starting up a chainsaw and then uh, cutting the motor right away. And it's like, hmm, yeah, that might scare some people, but not me. My dad had chainsaws when I was a kid. I know what they sound like. But, uh, well, haunted houses, I guess the target audience is to scare teenage girls. That's like shooting fish in a barrel. And I remember walking through, and I would just say, hi, hi. Yeah, you tried to do it, you didn't. Uh, just owning the haunted house. Hell yeah, dude. And, uh, yeah, Lyle used to walk by teenage girls and say hi, and they would get scared. I think he's, he's saying he's... Go, no, he was he saying say hi, hi to, to the, the scarers. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's like trapped in like... Uh, 14 year old who's still kind of scared mentality but wants to be above it who's like oh oh hi i actually know you're a guy i know you're just a guy who's not going to kill me with that chainsaw <laughs> i mean I, i've actually heard chainsaws before so it's not that scary to me i know that's used for wood like refu refusing to be in the moment and, ex and have the experience 
<laughs> just this like forty year old man next to you, like a teenager and on and out. He's like, um, I'm not scared. <laughs> Why don't you take your mask off? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Number two, uh, it, it was over the weekend, unlike the Zoom meeting, which was midweek. And we did a lantern tour at the landing in Shakopee, uh, and I was describing it to somebody when I was on my way there as a history-type place. And it's like, yeah, a preservation village. I had been there once before for a Civil War weekend with that Abe Lincoln impersonator. Yeah, I guess they do have more than just Elvis Presley impersonators. Who knew? Uh, but uh, no, at the landing, it was a uh, lantern tour, and it's like, well, I hadn't done anything like that before. I, I guess that was kind of cool. And, I liked how the lantern uh, it started flickering only at the end of the event. So it's like, yeah, uh, they gave us a pretty good candle if it lasted that entire time. He's so awesome. He just got distracted talking about how the lanterns were like interesting and amazing to him. Yeah. Like, it was lit for a long time. And, you know, later on, uh, I, I mean, right after one of the jokes didn't land, he admitted that it was a pun. And it's like... Yeah, I felt like going ape shit on him and saying, Whoa. Dude, I actually do stand up comedy and I have to do better than just puns. <laughs> oh my god. It's early on when he tried to pass off uh, common knowledge. And okay, that's so funny imagining Lyle in situations where he's like, oh, I feel like the authority on comedy. <laughs> And people being forced to, like, kind of cede it to him a little bit. Just because they, they do know he does. They never took the time to go find out if he's funny. You know what I mean? They never took the time to, like, go find out, like, see one of his shows. So just like, oh, he does it, you like, know? Hey, you're kind of a road dog, though. Yeah. Like, like, I'm, 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 I'm so on the road to uh, <laughs> the open camp bar open mic. Yeah. It's just kind of like how you would assume if a friend of yours, like, was always at the gym playing basketball, you'd be like, well, he probably, he's probably better at it than I am. I don't ever play. I don't ever play basketball. <laughs> argue with him about basketball but then if you actually out. tried to play basketball with him you would be like holy shit i'm dunking all <laughs> over him like no, whatever man. pun this guy said was probably i don't like a joke it was probably a joke <laughs> yeah like i mean that's but, what you think man you like to i'd like to see that guy get on stage and do that pun let's see how that no, goes over no, lyle let's see you think it's so easy lyle is Dunking like, all over him. Excuse you. Lyle is not a comic, but Lyle is... How you know how every comedian now thinks that they are a fucking philosopher king? I would say that Lyle... Lyle is, is that, a comic... He Lyle yeah. thinks he is a comic, but he is actually a philosopher exactly. king. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's so smart. He really is. <laughs> okay, let's... <laughs> He just doesn't know. But I know well enough for cooler heads to prevail. So it's like, all right, choose your battles carefully. Uh, I don't know why I go to some events. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> he puts his hands on his hips. I'm sorry that moment. He like kind of got his words got caught in his throat too. He triumphantly puts his hands on his hips. He's like. I don't know. I well, I well, this is power. This is power position, man. This is power position. He's good. Though. Yeah. All right. Facebook friends. I've got jokes to write. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> All right. Two food stories. First one. Uh, I uh, want a sandwich and he 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 like the way he the, he delivers his jokes. The way he like transitions. It's like he's like I have to. He's like, I have to get these out. You know, I know it's so tedious yeah. that I'm here, but I have to just... Con- I, yeah, I mean, he's he's got a, I like have, a set list. Yeah, I have to get through it. 
I, I know you want me to just keep riffing with what I'm doing right now, but I really have to keep going. I have to get this shit out. This is there's a lot of stuff going on. Listen up, motherfuckers. I've got two food stories. Okay, <laughs> two of them. Sit tight. Yeah, like <laughs> sit tight. All right, and I recommend sit tight because here's the first food story. Has a jersey mindset. It's like, yeah, I'm stopping here. Why is that? Because it had a lot of TV ads lately with Danny DeVito. And it's like, yeah, Danny DeVito's cool, so I'll give it a chance. And I even went in, and uh, when uh, the employee was taking my order, uh, he said, well, how are things going tonight? And I, uh, said, well, I was on my way to uh, an event. And I said, thank you, Danny DeVito. And he said, yeah, he always wished that Danny would come visit their shop, but that wasn't going to happen because he's a New York guy. I looked it up on Wikipedia when I got home. Actually, he's a Jersey guy, which kind of made sense why he'd do a TV ad for a sandwich shop. You wouldn't think that Dan Avita would do uh, TV commercials, but he did. I this is the one that... No notes. That's a perfect... Lyle is kind of like the ideal American. Like, he is like... For the, like, two, two like, like market researchers or whatever, where it's just kind of like, if you were... I work for the PR department of Jersey Mike's. I need an American to eat our sub. Danny DeVito. Like, Let's get him. They, like, he would be, yeah, he's the ideal. You know how they like have like 30 people, like they, they, they like will test, they like test audiences yeah. for commercials. So you don't need all, you just need Lyle. You need one Lyle. One guy, like show him the commercial. Did he like it? Did it make him want to go to Jersey Mike's? Yes. If, if it did, then you're golden. Yeah. Put, pu- publish that baby. Send it out on the airwaves. Yeah. I mean, Cause l- the- like, like, let's recap this first amazing food store. So, Lyle sees a commercial. Yeah. He or he sees Jersey Mike's. Yeah. And he remembers a commercial that he saw for Jersey Mike's mm-hmm. and it had Danny DeVito. Yeah. An actor he likes. Yeah. And who he didn't think would be in Jer- in a Jersey Mike's commercial because he's from New York. Exactly. But it turns out he's from Jersey. Mhm. And so then he got a Jersey Mike's sub. Yeah. And the thing is, let's <laughs> That's say That's a great story. Cuz the re- <laughs> the reason why he got the sub, the reason why he chose Jersey Mike's is cuz he was hungry and he was passing a Jersey Mike's. If he was hungry, and passed the subway, and subway had also done their own ab campaign that they were pushing with Danny, Danny, or it could be someone else. Just make sure he saw. I don't it a know. Lot. I mean, make, make sure he saw. It, it could it be lot. someone else, but they did kind of, as we heard, they kind of struck gold with Danny. But no, Danny, yeah, Danny's the great pick, but it could have been, I don't know, um, uh, The Rock, uh, Christopher Lloyd. See, I don't think he would have liked it if it was The Rock. If it was Christopher Lloyd, yeah, it that would have been worked. Christopher Lloyd. You know, like I remember him, doing a Back to the Future themed subway uh, commercial that they do a lot. From uh, and I remember that my favorite Martian movie. Uh, yeah, when with the suit, it was alive. That was pretty funny, and so I thought I'd have a meatball sub. Yeah, yeah. Just find a guy, put it, show it to him a lot, so he thinks of it. He's not thinking of the subway. He's just thinking of that childhood memory he had. Did he say a childhood memory? No, but you know why? Why else does he like Danny DeVito? He watched this. This guy watched some Taxi. All right, let's hear uh, the second food story. Uh, there's been a lot of news, a lot of buzz. What do you call it? Uh, buzz, buzz about this. Oh yeah. Second food story. So, I re- I re- read a write up in AV Club. I guess uh, this is the one that. Uh, it's the tail end of the first food story. Hang tight. I heard about how uh, dinner and a show. It's like, yeah, you're an actor. You got to put that one in there. Uh, 
Hey, I know some He's always so disgusted by his comedy. In this case, I came because of that, because uh, they don't have a lot of locations. I'm not going to seek out unless I know about it. I guess that's why they call it advertising. <laughs> uh, yeah, good Sam. I love the joke that advertisements worked and on me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was at Mall of America uh, this weekend, you know, because... Uh, I want a Dairy Queen Blizzard, and I know they have a Dairy Queen there. Oh my god, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I went to the biggest mall in the world because I wanted a Dairy Queen Blizzard. There's no other standalone Dairy Queen that's not in a wait, mall. And this guy, like, lives in Milwaukee, right? Yeah. His reasoning for why he went to the Mall of America. Which is, like, several hours away. I mean, that's no, no. In Minnesota, right? We is found there... out, no, we believe, we thought he lived in Milwaukee. He lives in Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Minneapolis. Wait, where is this bar? I thought this bar was in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You just made that up. Oh, okay. I don't know where you got <laughs> Let, let me, Let's confirm. Let's confirm. No, it's confirmed. We looked it up. I'm double confirming for myself. All right, well, I'm going to play Lyle. In the rotunda, they helped all these uh, people in uh, nice outfits dance. And one of them was Colonel Sanders, Mr. Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> I had to have a picture of that. I guess he was in the Halloween spirit. Uh, well, I know tomorrow is All Saints Day. My mom would always tell me about All Saints Day when I was a kid. I don't know why. We are Presbyterian. Uh, our church doesn't recognize that holiday, Mom. I should skewer her more often. We should be watching whatever this is. Look what else goes on here. We should be watching this. Whoa. This is Camp Bar and Cabaret. Lyle... Uh, what? Excuse? What's he, he doing? He is performing on the same stage where cabaret acts happen. Liza Minnelli. Is Lyle coming here getting kind of caught and bothered on a off when he's not doing open mics? Yeah, I think so. Is that why he's so comfortable in this room? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, he's performing to a bunch of like eyes wide shut people. <laughs> That's why he's in costume. All right, he's done. Oh, he claps for himself as he gets off. Okay, that's done. Okay, thank God. I'm glad he's still chugging along. We'll see you one day, Lyle. When they start sending out unemployment checks again. Well, guys, it's another episode of Trash Delivery. What have we learned? We learned a little bit about anal. We learned um, about I learned hegemony. too much fucking disturbing shit about gins and secret oh. FBI agents. Yeah, that's right. We did actually learn some stuff on this one. Yeah. Why well, I, I just gave me a different word for you know what I believe mm-hmm. about demons. You're already not talking to them. And I learned that I would never talk to a demon. I'm avoiding demons at all costs. The You're bo- the one who's inviting them into your fucking home. You sure the you don't butthole do is too Absolutely tight. Absolutely not. <laughs> According to Kevin, the butthole. The butthole is too tight. Too tight. Too tight. Hurts. It hurts. A little bit. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Was she like clenching? What are you talking about? Hurts. I've done it when I've done it with multiple women, owie, owie. and every and every time I'm just like, this is like too goddamn tight. What are with you, lube and everything? What are you talking about? I think it's a beautiful a role reversal. Yeah, that <laughs> Kevin was the one in, in pain. pain during the anal. No, I can tell that she was too. It's like we're all losing here, but we're <laughs> so okay. So yeah, I guess. You know, I only. I'm confident in my position. All the anal I ever did was <laughs> everybody was here. winning. <laughs> Everyone in the room was winning when I was doing it. <laughs> We're all losing here. All right, is that the end of the episode? Uh, yes, sir. <laughs>